Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Every year, the great and the hugely wealthy meet up in the Swiss Alps ski resort of Davos to swap ideas and work out ways to make themselves even wealthier. PwC also publishes a global risk survey of what is worrying those senior bosses. And today it also publishes the specific concerns of Irish compliance officers and members of the C-suite Uh, Cyber attacks come out on top of the risk survey, but climate change came in at only fifth most pressing concern. Andy Banks is Rich uh, Risk Management and Compliance Partner with PwC Ireland and is sitting in front of me. Good morning, Andy. Good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me. So cyber risks are the biggest concern. Certainly, yeah, and I guess it probably comes as no surprise to to, to, to a lot of a lot, lot of your listeners that certainly featured as the key risk from a, an Irish perspective, and that was broadly consistent with the the global the global view as well. Um, from a from a global perspective, I suppose the only uh, divergence there was inflation being slightly higher than cyber, but very interestingly, also people outside our bosses outside Ireland are more worried about inflation than they are here. They, they seem to be more worried about inflation, but if. The survey, as you said, ca- captured both the views of bosses and risk professionals. And if yeah. we looked at the risk professionals, cyber was certainly the highest risk uh, that this featuring is from a risk professional. The fear of being hacked or losing data somehow? I, I think it's both, to be honest. Um, and, and both are very real prevalent risks that, mm. that organisations are facing. And, and, and as we know, the consequences of those risks are, are, are really significant. Mm. And, and interestingly, Joe, it's, it, it's one of the key areas that we see Irish organisations looking to invest in in the next one to three years is really technology to help improve um, their, their, their cyber security defence. And that means beefing up their defences. But sometimes, unfortunately, you know, if you've got someone on the inside who wants to do something, there's very little you can do, isn't there? That, that, that it is it is difficult uh, and and it is challenging in in, in that environment. So I think the, the key thing there is really it's the upskilling of the teams to make sure that people are aware and they understand the risks that they're facing, but also that we've got tools in place to 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 protect against those risks. Uh, what about um, the hiring and retention of qualified staff? Uh, did that fe- feature in a, in, a, in in your survey? Less so the hiring and, and retention, Joe, to be honest, but the, the, there was, I certainly know from experience of working with my own clients, mm. that the, the, trying to get um, skilled uh, staff is a real challenge for a number of risk, risk professionals. Mm. And really interestingly, again, the survey identified that about 50% of Irish organisations are really focusing on upskilling staff within the risk function over the next one to three years, which I think can re- only be a positive thing. And some of that upskilling is likely to be in the areas of, of technology and, and artificial intelligence where we're starting to see organisations invest because there's obvious benefits from a risk management perspective as well as a broader commercial perspective for organisations. Now, we've all seen the floods. We've all seen the extreme temperatures. Um, I'm not saying we're having extreme temperatures now, but uh, climate change is alive and well, and yet it only ranked fifth uh, amongst the concerns in Ireland. Um, did that surprise you? It didn't hugely surprise me, to be honest, Joe. It's if we looked at how the, the risks were ranked, were ranked: cyber, macroeconomic viability, inflation, very much came out as the top three, mm. very closely clustered together. And the survey was focused on those risks likely to rise in the next twelve months. So I think you can see an immediate kind of concern arising from those areas. Digital technology, climate change, geopolitical were the next three risks. 
I think they have a slightly longer tail to them. Mm-hmm. And I know from my own experience, certainly climate change and climate risk is featuring in a number of boardroom conversations and organisations are, are, are focused on it. But I do think it's a longer tail and they're starting to think about it in terms of the overall resilience of the organisation uh, to make sure that we are positioned for success in the future. So I wasn't hugely surprised. I think it's people are definitely aware of it, um, but it probably just has a slightly longer tail than some of the more immediate risks that we're facing. Yeah, And geopolitical risk, I presume, has gone up the charts uh, compared to where it was maybe three years ago. Absolutely. If you look at the, the, the wider environment and the number of elections that are, that are likely to be happening across, across Europe. India, uh, USA, Europe, as you say, the UK, a lot yeah. of places. And of course, the hotly contested election in Russia. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So, And that geopolitical risk is one probably we, we wouldn't have seen clients deal with as much in the past, but we're certainly getting a lot more inquiries now about how, what, what does this mean for their organisations and, 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 and how, can, how, how can we help them address those risks Yeah, but well. what can you advise? I mean, given the fact that, you know, assuming that they are free and fair elections in, in most of these countries, obviously not in Russia, but uh, uh, what can you advise clients? I think the key, the key the key thing for me is that they understand the the environment that that, that they're operating in, the, 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 and you're running through a series of, of of scenarios to challenge the strategies that they're looking to to to, to, to undertake in, in, in these organisations, because we see that taking risk intelligently and providing the business leaders with, with, with accurate information to help them make more informed business decisions is key. So you really want to make sure they have a panoramic view of the risk and they understand the implications of the kind of geopolitical factors that, that are currently influencing and their organisations. And of course, we, we couldn't um, have this discussion without mentioning AI. Where did that feature? A- AI featured reasonably prominently, I think, Worryingly, from an Irish perspective, we, we find that Irish organisations and particularly risk functions are lagging behind their peers when it comes to thinking about AI in the next one to, one to three years. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, in, interestingly, that was consistent with another survey we've done recently around internal audit practitioners. So I think there's more work to be done from an Irish perspective on the AI front. Um, the absolute benefits from AI uh, in, in, in two main regards, you know, they can bring efficiencies and streamline processes by automating some of the repetitive tasks. Mm. But also, if we can actually harness the power of AI, mm-hmm. I think it can be a really valuable input into making more informed decisions. But Irish companies don't see its advantages yet. Not yet. I think they've certainly been lower to they've been slower to understand the the potential of it. And again, if I looked at my own experience, I'd say six months ago, did I see AI feature in a lot of boardroom conversations? The answer would be no. The last two to three months, it's featured a lot yeah, more yeah. prominently. So I think it's getting a lot are, more coverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andy, thanks very much for coming in. That's Andy Banks, uh, risk management and compliance partner with PwC Ireland. Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.